For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Praise God. Let's assume our seats. We continue with our series on uh, when is a man saved? Um, There's a very important discussions we've been having uh, for some time now and I pray that as we delve into this you are receiving enough tool to be able to minister the grace of God to others. The essence of knowing the word is one you are able to do because the blessing is in the doing then you share then you share so that's not the time for us to be playing around that's not the time for us to uh, um, be whiling away you know, we don't have time we don't have time there's so much to do in the kingdom and I pray that um, first service English service will accuse ourselves to this we'll, we'll come to terms with this that there's so much to do in the kingdom praise God hallelujah and, uh, and so when is a man saved we've, we've come a long way to understand what the gospel is and We've been investigating what the apostles also taught in the Acts of Apostles after Jesus had left them. What was their message? Because we understand very clearly that what is happening in our time also happened in their time. But what was their focus? What was the crux of their message? What was their message revolving around? We've looked at Peter. Uh, we saw Peter in Acts chapter 2, his first sermon. Acts chapter 3, when they went to the beautiful gate or were going to the temple and um, had a miracle. You know, the man at the beautiful gate had a miracle. People's eyes were fixed on them. Um, what was the preaching about? Was it about signs, waters, and miracles? No. They began to preach Christ. So, in the midst of what we do, we should focus on the most important thing. The message will be the preaching of the gospel. And if it is about the gospel, it will be about the death, resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. His resurrection for our justification. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, we are very conscious of what we are supposed to preach. Now, let me make a quick correction before we go on. Now, we've been looking at first sermon, second sermon, third sermon. I think I went back to uh, my notes and I realized that there's a few clarifications to be done there. Praise God. Oh, are you here? Now, Peter did five, we call them five sermons or five speeches. Five sermons or five speeches. When you look at Acts chapter 2, that's when he had his first sermon on the day of Pentecost when he 
rose up, Acts chapter 2, when we look at verse 14 to 39. Then the second one was when he went to the beautiful gate, when the beggar had a miracle. Now, the third one will be after his first arrest. So chapter 5 then will be after his second arrest, rather. I think what I was were looking at was, I said the second semino, that what we call second will be second arrest, rather. Are you doing the correction now? It's very, very important because I think I've mentioned it in two other services, in two previous services. So please take notice of that. His first sermon, first sermon will be Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. Acts chapter 2, verse 14 to 39. The second one will be at the temple. At the temple when uh, the beggar had a miracle at the beautiful gate. You remember Acts chapter 3, 11 to uh, chapter 4, verse 4. So the second sermon goes beyond chapter 3 to chapter 4, verse 4. Please take notice of that quickly. And then the third one will be after his first arrest. Because when they were asked not to preach after chapter 4, after chapter 4, um, uh, in, after um, uh, when they were asked not to preach, after that arrest, they went back preaching. Acts chapter 4, 8 to 12. Then, after he was arrested again, and after his second arrest, which will be Acts chapter 5, verse 29 to 32, he preached the message of Christ again. They didn't stop. He had his first arrest, second arrest. Then, in Cornelius' house, in Cornelius' house, that will be the fifth sermon, Acts chapter 10, 34 to 43. Is he, is he okay? Well, the Spirit brought my attention to it. I said, ah, what was I saying? <laughs> I think it's a very important um, um, correction to make. Are, are we okay on that? Is the church okay on that? So now we understand what we are talking about. Then we looked at Stephen, right? Look at Stephen. Stephen was in Acts chapter 7, 52 to 56. And we saw that Stephen explained from the Old Testament. So our discussion is dealing with two things at the same time. What did they preach? And where did they preach from? They preached from the scriptures. So our message is from the scriptures. There's nothing like we are in the New Testament, we focus on the New Testament. No, what you call the New Testament books of the Bible are explanations of the scriptures. Genesis to Malachi. Is that very clear? Hallelujah. So, there's no fixation. We read the Bible together to understand the plan purpose of God in, in progressive revelation. In progressive revelation. In progressive revelation. Praise God. So, you don't say, as well, Pastor, we want the meat of the word. My pastor will say, if you want the meat of the word, then we better go for the zuya of the word. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> zuya. Wow. So, that's what it is. So, the phrase you saw in verse 53 of Acts chapter 7, the phrase that just when we explained that to be Jesus, was referring to Jesus. And Philip spoke about him being betrayed and murdered by them. Stephen eventually was killed because he preached the facts of the gospel. What are the facts of the gospel? The resurrection of Jesus. All the events that lead to his death, all the events that lead, of course, his death and burial, and all the events that lead to, led to his resurrection and ascension onto the right hand of the Father. To the right hand of the Father. Praise God. 
his place of authority. His place of authority. And we are also in that place of authority because of identification. Because when he was raised, we're raised together with him. And when he was set, we sat together with him. So we are also in the place of authority by identification. What it means is that the believer has no authority of his own. Our authority is derived from our identification with Christ. So, don't say what the scriptures have not said. I'm in the class of God. We are only in the class of God because of identification. You don't, you don't overblot what the Bible has not said. You, you don't exaggerate what the Bible... You don't exaggerate the words of, the, of scriptures. You say exactly what the Bible is saying. Are you here? Uh, I remember a, a minister said the other day, he said... Uh, um, think about this. Or so forth. Think about this. <laughs> what are we to think about? I've got a new revelation. He says, Osofo, when we were not born again, hey, we, we were of the flesh. I say, yes, it's true. We are of the flesh. Now, pay attention, Osofo. He said, now that we are born again, we are of the spirit. I say, yeah, we are of the spirit. Then what it means is that the children I give birth to who are of the flesh, now, because I'm spirit, I give birth to spirit. I said, ah, ah, is it in heaven or earth? How can the children that you gave birth to at night, you are not here, <laughs> be spirit? Ah, ah, is it in heaven or earth? <laughs> so, what it means is, you are, you are stretching the matter. You are born of the spirit because you have believed. It doesn't mean that your produce is born again. Please. Okay. That's just by the way. You are not. Okay. Let the children receive Christ. They will be born of the Spirit. Okay, so let's say what the Bible says we are. Let's say what the Bible says we are. And say what the Bible says we are not. Praise God. Don't, don't try to polish the gospel. You cannot polish it enough. You cannot polish it enough. Say it as it is. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, the high point of his message um, was about Jesus. Or, was Jesus rose from the dead and is glorified, standing at the right hand of the Father. It was very clear to us last week. Praise God. Now, this morning we looked at, we are going to look at Philip and then we look at Paul. And we round it up. So, then we saw the gospel they preached. So that we can now draw a conclusion on how or when is a man saved. Do you see what we've done? We've, we, 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 didn't, we didn't just draw a conclusion. Bible study is not just drawing conclusions. Pastor, we want, you know, we want um, the summary of the matter. No, you would have to go through. And from the beginning, the prophets... The Psalms. So, in their teaching, you also saw that they drew those parallels from the writings of Moses, the writings of David, the songs of David, uh, the writings of the prophets, to come to a conclusion that if, if this is what they were saying, then they were communicating this particular message. It's not just, Pastor, we want one line. There's nothing like one line. Bible study is not one line. It's copious reading and copious um, explanation. Praise God. So Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8 verse 4 to 5. 
Acts chapter 8 verse 4 to 5. So Philip and Samaria, let's see what he preached. Acts chapter 8 verse 4 to 5. Acts chapter 8 verse 4 to 5. And then 12. And then 12. Therefore they went, they were scattered abroad. Went, therefore they that were scattered abroad. That's right. Went everywhere preaching the so word. So they that were scattered abroad. No, why, 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 why that particular phrase there? Because they were all gathered in Jerusalem. But when the persecution came, they scattered abroad. Praise God. Now, the scattering was a blessing in disguise because the mission was not only, only to Jerusalem. He says, start at Jerusalem. But they, they, they found comfort in Jerusalem until they began to be persecuted. So sometimes, persecution, and that is why he says rejoice and be glad because persecution should put energy in you to go. Let's look at the flip side. You know, sometimes when you know when believers are fine, sometimes they forget themselves until issues come. Then they begin to pray. Perhaps prayer should be a lifestyle. They begin to come to church because they need a word. <laughs> Pastor, I need a word. I need a word. No, 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 no. no. You don't need a word. All the preaching we've been preaching is the word. Mm? Mm? So, they, they found solace and comfort. Also, I'll be with you always until the end of the earth. Or until the end of the age. So they were happy. Signs were happening in Jerusalem. And they said, eh, eh, stop this nonsense. We will not allow you now. So you have to go. So they started spreading themselves out. And when they, 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 they went abroad or they were scattered, they preached. The scattering did not stop them. The scattering did not stop them. Persecution should not stop you from preaching. Hey, Pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm having problems. You're having what? What is the problem? Go and preach. You say you're having problems. And Pastor, the way the issues are, the way the matters, the way the issues, the way the matters, by the time you realize you are dead, you have become a ghost. And the issues and the matters continue in heaven. Preach. Irrespective. I mean, I, 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 so Pastor is going through something, so Pastor should stop preaching. Like, seriously? <laughs> you have no idea. Preach, stop preaching. I should come and discuss my problems with you. Hey, you see now there's church members, you have, you have to pay attention to detail. I'm talking about me. So all the details is about me. Hey, you see, you have no idea. This night I didn't sleep, really. Is that your problem? Hey? So go and preach and stop that thing. Stop, stop. Hey, hey, no. Pastor, you see, hey, my work. I'm talking about you. <laughs> and I work, and the, the compounding of the compounding of the compounding is so what? The compounding of the compounding of the compounding, so what? Hey, Pastor, I feel to attend, hey, so what? You've not read in the Bible, let the dead bury their dead. You've not read that one. Ah, do you want to leave scripture or you want scripture to leave you? <laughs> you have no idea. You've not read in scripture. So what it means is that when it comes to the things of God, you have to create time for it. You don't give excuse. Are we here? So when they were persecuted, they went abroad and they still preached because that was their business. Nothing could stop them. They preached. And let's try to, to fix ourselves into scripture. Than scripture to fix us. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. I choose to do the word. I didn't hear a response. I choose to do the word. Choose to do the word. Irrespective. Choose to do the word. Praise God. Are you here this morning? Yes. Yeah. It's one of the resolutions you should make this morning. I choose to do the word. Irrespective of the things I'm going through at work, at home, in my marriage, in my community. People don't want to even see me in my community. Preach. 
in the days of Peter, I'm not sure people wanted to see him because they saw him as a blasphemer. They are preaching in somebody's name. Somebody said he died and you, you stole the body something, ghost something. And yet he preached. In the face of the opposition is where you should, your life should shine better. People are seeing you and they are looking at you somewhere, somewhere. It's where your life should shine better. Because that light that is lit should not be put under a bushel. Praise God. Don't allow yourself because the enemy can use anything against you. Don't refuse to be used. Say, I refuse to be used. Praise God. I rather do the will of God. Hallelujah. They went about them, priests. Hmm. Let's go. Verse 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria. Yes. And preached Christ. So his preaching them. took him to the city of Samaria. Which is in fulfillment of what their master had told them. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, up to the uttermost parts of the world. So whatever they did was in direct response to what their master had instructed. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Verse 6. And the people with one accord gave heed. Verse 5. Do verse 5 and then go to verse 12. Verse 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria. And preached what? And preached Christ unto them. And preached Christ unto them. Unto them. So what did they preach? He preached Christ. He didn't go to preach his problems. You are not here. What brought Philip to Samaria was persecution. And yet in the city of Samaria, he did not go back to the persecution. He went to preach Christ. Because the message is not what you are going through. You are not here this morning. The message is not what you are going through. No, 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 no. The, the story is not your story. It is his story. The message is not your message. It's his message. So in the midst of the confusion, you still preach him. Christ crucified. That is why when Peter, Paul, God will come to Paul. He says, I, 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 want, I don't want to know anything about you or amongst you. Save him crucified. Christ crucified. That was the message. He went to the city and went and preached Christ. Go and preach Christ. That is why you don't need any particular testimony to go and preach Christ. You see me now. I'm driving a car. You need to come to Christ. You drive a car. The person may not even get a bicycle. Your message becomes false. And that person will never have, will never be saved because the person believed what you told him or her that when you come to Christ, you will buy a car. And yet the person has been in Christ for 15 years. There is no, he's not even bought a bicycle tie. Then this is your God somewhere. Verse 12. 12. But when they believed Philip, Preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God uh -huh. and the name of Jesus Christ, uh -huh. they were baptized, mm -hmm. both men and women. Are you following? When they believe the message, so the preaching of the kingdom, I told you in the first, uh, what do you call it? The first meeting of this series, the kingdom preaching, the kingdom will be preaching the message of Christ. Because I've had a. a, 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 a uh, uh, um, a message recently, which is uh, which is not a recent message, though the man is uh, the, the man is even passed on. You know, he was he was talking about God did not or Jesus did not preach about salvation. He preached about the kingdom. No, you are getting it wrong, sir. The preaching of the kingdom was the preaching of the message of about himself. 
So, how am I in the kingdom? After I have believed, I enter the kingdom. He was pushing the argument to mean that, yes, part of it is true because the, 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 the kingdom dominion we have is that we'll have rulership here. Is that not it? Yes. But, but to rule and to reign in the New Testament is not, is, is, is not the kind of rulership we want here. Because Jesus as king was so subject to Pilate. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Jesus as king was so subject to the elements of this world. So our rulership is not, is not of this world. That's why he said my kingdom is not of this world. If it were so, I would just have asked the legion of angels to come and mess up this thing. Mess up this nonsense. By the time you are coming, your mind is changed. Then you go and kill your brother. But my kingdom is not of this world. The kingdom is about taking the territories of this world for God and for Christ. Are you here? Yeah. So, he went on. Verse 12. And when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus, they were baptized, both men and women. So what did they believe? They believed the message. What brought them salvation? The message. He that believes is saved. He that believeth not is damned. Praise God. Acts chapter 8 verse 25. Let's do verse 25. Yeah. To 35. 25 to 35. Yeah. And they, mm-hmm. when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, uh-huh. returned to Jerusalem. So they take notice of preach the word. Preach the message of Christ. Preach the gospel. It will be about his resurrection. The Jesus you had killed had been raised by the by God. And this Jesus is who we testify to you. So pay attention 25. And when they had testified, testified of what? Testified of his resurrection. Are you taking down the notes? <laughs> The Bible is clear. It's just that we don't pay attention when we read. Testified of what? Testified of the resurrection of Jesus. Because the power to save is in that message that he died and he was raised the third day for our justification. Praise God. That is what gives people the power to be saved. Or what we call the gift of salvation. Move on. And preach the word of the Lord. Return to Jerusalem. And preach the gospel to many villages. Preach what? The gospel. Oh no. He preached the encounters he had in Samaria. How people believed they were saved with mighty signs following. No. 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 That's not the point. No. See, I see... (laughs) The CFM that we are looking at, eh? what the Lord is showing me, I'm even getting scared. It's like (laughs) we are taking over a whole city. And that's what I'm seeing. So let's begin to do it because it is the power to do that is with us. Praise God. Oh, Monday to Saturday, you've not preached the gospel. You are not worried. You are not worried. It's business as usual. 
Oh, the Lord will do. The Lord, the Lord is mighty. He's faithful. Yes, he's faithful. He has given you a message. <laughs> yes. In many villages of the Samaritans, mm. 26, and the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, singing, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem yeah. unto Gaza, mm -hmm. which is which is desert. Mm -hmm. And he rose and went, and mm -hmm. behold, a man of Ethiopia, mm -hmm. an Enoch, of now, great... Now, pay attention here. Something just, just, just... Look, you saw that in the angel of the Lord. Those are angelic visitations. Acts of apostles, so not Elijah. Believers, pay attention, look at me, look at me. Believers must desire these angelic visitations. Because you see, what gives you even better conviction is what you have seen, sights and sounds. Mm. Uh, can you imagine you're a believer, you've not had any divine encounter. Your faith is there, but in some way, that you've seen the hand of God, the power of God, you preach with boldness. Because you've seen it, you've tasted of it. Angelic visit. No, he, he, he had an angel in acts of apostles. Those are the things we should desire. When I come for Holy Ghost meetings, I want these are the things that should make you go crazy. I want to have angel. Like, can you imagine you are just coming to church and an angel just spoke to you? These are the things that are made available to you in the service. I am sure, glory, I am very sure. That's, that's the difference between some of us. Oh. Yes, some had a, a word just when you are just climbing the stairs. It just told you that this is what you're going to encounter in the service. You enter the service with glee, with joy in your heart. Because you know you have something that the Lord has for you. You have it. And somebody comes in a church and in the service and is thinking about uh, something that happened yesterday. Uh, 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 I have so many things to do this morning. And you are here. Go and do. That's the difference. The Lord spoke to him. Believers must desire this. Come on. Desire. Do you know how your life will turn? Do you know how, how your, your choices will turn? Because the angel of the Lord is ministering to you. Divine encounters. Wow. As they went preaching. As they went preaching. You, you are in the house. You are sleeping. As they went preaching. He was in the field having divine encounters. You are sitting now by always is about your business. <laughs> you will not see anything. You will not hear anything. Your mind is not on him. Your mind is on you. You will not hear. You will not see. Sight and sound will only be a song you sing in your mouth. You will never have an encounter. You will never have an encounter. All through the night, I was listening to my pastor. When I, 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 I was like, may come to so I just. It was a trance. Then the Lord opened my eyes to see what the church is. I come here and preach with power. Because I'm, I'm not preaching to 10. No. I'm not seeing 10. I'm not seeing 20. I, I'm preaching as, as if I'm preaching to thousands of people. Praise God. As you focus on him, he will open your eyes to see. Are you here this morning? That's how it happens. So his eyes were opened. An angel spoke to him. He heard it. Arise. 
and go towards the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. Which is desert too. He has left the city, is now going to desert. By the leading of the spirit. You small thing, you can't adjust. You can't adjust. Because you are not, you are not sensitive. You can't adjust. As for me, this is how I do it. You are not a disciple. I'm sure if it was some of us would have questioned the angel, are you sure you are from Emo's heaven or out, out? Some of you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I was just there. Some demons were talking to me. How can I be preaching in the city and everything is working and he said I should go to the desert. You are not listening yet. I don't know how, how it is ministering to you, but you are, listen. I know you are not listening yet. You are not listening Move to desert. He said, how can I be in the comfort of the city and be going to desert? Straight away he went. Straight away he went. And there was a miracle waiting. A man had been prepared to be ministered to. And that man also took the gospel to Ethiopia. You see how God went through you to fulfill his purpose and his pleasure. And yet, because you have failed, Look, it took the obedience of one man for all of us today to be connected to Pastor Chris. The obedience of Reverend Gilbert. Otherwise, we will never know anything. It took the obedience of one. So we are careful. It took the obedience of Reverend Gilbert to accept this man of God. And now light has shown to all of us who are connected to him. It will take your obedience for nations to see light through one man. If you are not pricked in your heart, you never came this, to this service. To take one man. And now all of us, do you know the number of churches that are affiliated to Yakao House, who are also preaching the gospel today, would have been preaching nonsense, preaching signs, preaching, uh, um, what, what are those? Uh, preaching handkerchief and preaching, preaching useless things. And keeping people under bondage. It took the obedience of one man. Now churches even in north. Uh, in, in Brongahafo. In Volta region. Are now connecting to the message of Christ. Through the obedience of one man. It will also take your obedience today. For someone to be saved. It will take the obedience of Philip. For the whole Ethiopia. To be opened up to the gospel. Through an eunuch. You are not getting it. It's about him. Let's focus on him for a minute. We are here for a purpose. You are in the kingdom for a purpose. As you go focus on him, that's where you know that sickness and diseases cannot stop you. Yes. But when you sit, you, you'll be overwhelmed. I'm telling you. I cannot come to church and jump. Go away. And go home sick. No way. No way. No way. No way. I know the things of the spirit. Say, I know the things of the spirit. Yeah, I know how he moves. Because everything is intentional. Everything is spirit driven. I cannot come to church and live with sickness. The devil must be a liar. Praise God. Are you here? Yeah, so everything we do, we are men of the spirit. We should understand the things of the spirit. We should know the calendar of the spirit. That's not the time to stay at home. I am doing my own thing, doing my own business. Doing what? It's time for church. And you are, you are, you are gallivanting around. Ah. I'm waiting for something to happen. And you come. 
Okay. What brought me here? And he rose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia and Enoch. And behold, do you see the phrases of the scriptures now? Are, are you understanding? And behold, it's communicating something to us. Straight away, he arose, and behold, in his obedience, behold. Are you here this morning? Praise God. Let's go. A man of Ethiopia and Enoch of great authority. Of great authority. There are people of great authority that it is only you who can get to them. Don't be a blockade to the move of God. You are not here this morning. <laughs> there are some people I will never be able to meet. But you can. But she can. But he can. So you are to face yours as I face mine. But as we all go, we fulfill his pleasure. Are you here? There are some people who are in your circles I may never meet until you bring them to my circle. Are you here? A great man of influence. What are you waiting for? Who do you want to fill this place? Ashama market people only? Or Tema Fishing Harbor people only? You don't want the great and small here? Everybody. Everybody. There's a time believers must make noise about their church. If you believe it so much, then make noise about it. If you believe your church so much and you know that God is here, and what are you going to talk about? Are you going to talk about ICGC? Are you in ICGC? Come on! If I don't make noise about my church, the Jesus they knew was the noise they were making. It's all about Jesus. Because that's the man they knew. Are you here this morning? How can I be here talking about EP? Am I in EP? Do I know what they preach there? I don't even care. What I care is what happens here. What you should care about is what happens here. The noise should be about what you encounter every Sunday, every Wednesday, every day of your life, on your pages, on your platforms. Some of you will not even go there and go and comment. Oh, the business has come to that. Yes! It has come to that. Church is not Sunday to Sunday. Church is done even after Sunday. In fact, true church is what happens after Sunday and Wednesday. It has come to that. All through the Acts of Apostles, they took the business personal. Tell, tell to your neighbor, tell, tell your neighbor, are you taking the thing personal? Demand the response. Demand the response. Ask, ask him or her again. How are you taking it personal? How, how, how? And demand the response. Maybe Biani Demulo. How are you taking it personal? Well, personal pony. Is this your personal? That you can't even go to your page and comment. Is this your personal? How, how, how will the purpose and plan of God be fulfilled if this is your personal? Eh? If you can talk about Ghana that much, your private conversations, and you can't talk about Jesus, you are an unbeliever. Or in fact, you are a believing unbeliever. I ca- I cannot. Eh. Why? Is my destiny locked up with the Kufuadu and the Muhammad? What are you talking about? Wait till the other one comes. I don't know which one. The other. You'll be shocked. You'll still be, 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 be sorrowing. Ah. Eh? What is this? Eh? 
The country has no hope. You have no hope. The country is there though. We don't have any future. You don't have future. Me, I have future. This is the first time we start. We are complaining. Have you not complained from Nkuma till now? And yet, any time they die, we find the good things they did. Yet, in their lives, is that not is that not evil? Is that not evil, Jenny? <laughs> let me let me do my message. <laughs> Can I preach? <laughs> I will preach. <laughs> That's evil. Till they die, you will never find the good in them. Till they die, Africa, human race, till they die, till they die, you never find good words to write about them. Eh? So you knew how to say all these nice things in tributes. I never told them till they die. That's another message for another day. Till they die. That is why you, the living, you should not care so much what others say. And what the word says. Because till you die. <laughs> Don't put your aspirations and hope in men. Till you die. You die and rot. Mm? Then they come and say the nice things now. So you are waiting for them to qualify you. Till you die. I choose to hang on the word of God. I choose to hang on the word of God. I choose to hang on the word of God. Praise God. Let's run. We don't have time. A great authority under Candace. Yes. Queen of Ethiopia. Candace, queen of Ethiopia. So this man was directly connected to the topmost authority. And don't forget, Ethiopia at that time was a power block. It was a whole empire on its own. Empire. Gateway to Africa. Wow. Let me continue to read that part as the microphone is adjusted. Wait, 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 which verse is that? Great. 27. And he arose and went, and behold, a, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had a charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for, for to worship. So this man, who is the Ethiopian, is the one who had come to Jerusalem, which means that they are the head of, of, of their, their this man, either a, a, he was being convinced to become a Jew. You understand? For him to come to Jerusalem to worship means that he, he, he was in Judaism. Had learned of the laws of Moses. Wow. Was returning and sitting in his chariot. Was returning and sitting in his chariot. Read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go nigh, go near, and join thyself to his chariot. And Philip, verse 30, and Philip ran tighter to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man, should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scriptures which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his sharer, so opened he not his mouth. Verse 33. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? 
for his life was taken from the earth. Verse 34. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of whom speaketh Isaiah this? Of himself or of some other man? 35. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. So they preached from the scriptures. So what Isaiah was talking about, what Jeremiah was communicating, what Ezekiel was communicating, Amos, Habakkuk, um, Sophonia, Micah, all were communicating was about Jesus. The scriptures speak concerning him. John 5, 39. That's where they preached from. Wow. <laughs> so what was the focus of Philip's message? The message of Christ. The message of Christ. Jesus was the focus of his message. Wow. It's not about things, oh. And he says, uh, trouble them that trouble me. Trouble who, who trouble you? <laughs> Avenge my avengers. Hey. It's not about, it's not about retribution, you know. It's not about tit for tat, oh. Forget it. It's about Jesus. Praise God. It is not worthy that from verse 30 to 35, which we just read, Philip preached Christ from the book of Isaiah. Right there, right from Isaiah 53, 7 to 8. So, where he said he was reading Isaiah, is, is, is referenced Isaiah 53, verse 7 to 8. And all the three instances where Philip preached. So, we are looking at 8, 4, and 5, and verse 12, the second one, and then 25 to 35 where he met the eunuch. All these three instances that Philip preached, he must have preached from the Old Testament books of the Bible. And his focus, his focus, the focus of his message was about Christ Jesus. Is that very clear? So what did they preach? They preached Christ. What was their gospel? The gospel of Christ. The message of Christ. The gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of God. Are you following now? All is about his death and his resurrection. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, think about it. What are we preaching today? <laughs> what is the church preaching today? If it is not this, then what are they preaching? Is it preaching? No. Are they saying something? Yes. But are they preaching Christ? No. That's a problem. That's a problem. Motivation in Quran. Philosophies of men. And yet the power of God. Now pay attention. It's not like you have one message to get saved and another message to grow. No. The same message that gave birth to you is the same message in which you grow. First Corinthians 15. Are you following here? So that's why we don't have multiple messages when it comes to the, when it comes to the kingdom business. It's just one message because the message that saved me is the same message in which I grow. I hear this morning. So go preach it. It's not a separate message. No. Uh, as you're growing, we have to change that thing so you get stronger. Stronger for what? Stronger in what? Uh, we must understand some few things. Few things what? What are the things? The same message that brought you salvation is the same message in which you grow. Praise God. Let's look at Paul as we close this session. So now, we've done Peter, we've done Stephen, we've done Philip, right? 
and we are looking at Paul. So out of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. We've gone beyond two or three. We are four of the major speakers. Of, we've not even looked at James. We've not looked at what happened with Barnabas. You know, let's look at Paul now. Acts chapter 13. Acts 13, 26 to 38. Acts 13, 26 to 38. We are going to read very fast. Acts 13, 26 to 38. Yes. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham. Uh-huh. And Take it again. The microphone has... Men and brethren, uh-huh. children of the stock of Abraham, uh-huh. and whosoever among you feareth God, uh-huh. to you is the word of this salvation sent. To you is the word of this salvation sent. The message of Christ. Uh-huh. For they that dwell at Jerusalem uh-huh. and their rulers, because uh-huh. they knew him not, uh-huh. nor yet the voices of the prophets, uh-huh. which are read every Sabbath day. Are you following? These people in Jerusalem did not did not believe what was preached. They did not believe the voice of the prophet. The voice of the prophet is, is what is coded in the scriptures. So anytime you read the scriptures, the voice of the prophets are echoed. And yet they hear it every Sabbath. Every, because when they go to the when they go to the synagogue, they don't they don't read anything but the Torah. They read the law. They read the book um, the scriptures. That's what they echo every time they gather. Yet anytime they read it, they don't understand what they are talking about. It's not the same thing that is happening today. <laughs> Anytime we read the scriptures, we read it differently. And yet, all we was talking about Jesus. Let's go. They have fulfilled them in condemning him. Hmm. And though they know cause in him, yet desired the Pilate that he should be slain. And when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in the sepulchre. But God raised him from the dead, and he was seen many days of them which that came. That is the message, oh. Can you, can you all see it? The man you killed, God had raised from the dead. The man you killed, God had raised from the dead. The man you killed, who was prophesied by the prophets, who was incarnate, you killed, God had raised from the dead. The message you heard from the prophets and by the prophets that there's one coming, the promise of one coming. He came. You did not take notice of him. You killed him. But God has raised from the dead. That is the message. There's no monotony to this. That is the message. Uh, Let's change it. No, this is the message. Praise God. Uh But God raised him from the dead. That's it. And he was seen many days of them which came up with him from, from yes. Jerusalem, uh-huh. who are his witnesses mm-hmm. to the people, 32. Mm-hmm. And we declare unto you glad tidings, mm-hmm. how that the promise which was made unto the fathers, uh-huh. God had fulfilled the same unto us, their children. No, In, take it again, 32. And we declare unto you glad tidings, uh-huh. how that... Yes. The promise which was made unto so the fathers. So how that the promise which was made to the fathers. What was promised the fathers. Was to come to one man. The seed of Abraham. Uh-huh. God has fulfilled the same unto us. He has fulfilled the same unto us their children. Ooh, glory. Glory. Yes. Uh-huh. 
in that uh-huh. in that he had raised up Jesus again. Wow. As it is also written in the second psalm. Mm-hmm. Thou art my son. Mm-hmm. This day have I begotten so thee. So thou art my son. This day have I begotten you. When the, when David was singing that psalm, he was referring to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus because his his so, uh, his he, him being called the son of God was to come in the resurrection and was made the son of God in the resurrection. So that was what he was talking about. This day have I begotten you. He was not talking about David though. He was talking about the seed of Abraham. Amen. Huh? 34. Yeah. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead. Yeah. Now no more to return to corruption. Now, so now his focus, he brought them to the resurrection. Now he's giving them the reason for the resurrection. The purpose for the resurrection. How we are connected to his resurrection. So the historical antecedents are necessary to bring us to the point of resurrection. But the power of the resurrection has to be explained to us. Are you following here? Because our authority is in the resurrection. Our authority is not in our death. Our authority is in the resurrection where we are justified. Just as if we have not sinned. Praise God. That is the boldness we have. The boldness is not in the death. The boldness is in the resurrection. Where he's made Lord and Christ. We are also made <laughs> after him. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And concerning that he raised him from the dead, now no more to return to corruption. Now no more to return to corruption. And now no more to return to corruption. What it means is that once saved, forever saved. You are not saved to return to corruption. His work is absolute. His work is complete. His work is sufficient that you will not return to corruption anymore. Praise God. Are you following here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. 35. Wherefore he saith also in another psalm, mm-hmm. thou, sh- thou shalt not suffer thine holy one now you see to that, see corruption. You see that Paul was referring to the psalms. More to the psalms. That is why in Bible, in establishing doctrine, we also pay attention to the songs that are sung, especially by David. Are you following? Huh. In establishing doctrine, you know, you have to see it in a gem. You have to see it as a gem in the, in the beginning, in Genesis. It must be codified in the law, sung by the prophets, uh, prophesied by the prophets, sung by the Psalms, especially by David. You must have seen Jesus spoke about it in the synoptic. You must have seen the early church practice it. You would have seen it established as a doctrine for the church in the epistles. Seven levels of establishing doctrine. So you see that the most quoted Psalm in the New Testament will be the Psalms of David. Why? David was a king. He was also a prophet. Hello? So in his songs were prophecies concerning Jesus. Are we here? Good. Are the scriptures getting clearer? Yes, sir. You can now see the whole picture now. It will get clearer. Let's move on. 35. Wherefore he saith also in another psalm. Yes. Thou 
Thou shalt not suffer thine holy one to see corruption. For David, after he had saved his own generation uh-huh. by the will of God, uh-huh. fell on sleep yes. and was laid unto his fathers mm-hmm. and saw corruption. And saw corruption. He died. So this corruption was not about David. If it was about David, then he would not die because the corruption was about death. Yet, this corruption was about one who was not going to be made after that corruption. So that he will not suffer corruption again. How many times will you die? <laughs> but he was made Lord and Christ after the resurrection. So that he will not die again. That's why your, your God is a living. Is a living. Mm. Or your God, your God is not the God for the dead. It's the God for the living. He was made Lord and Christ after the resurrection. Not before his death. Are you following here? Yes, if, it was, if it was made... Lord before death he would have died. But he was made Lord after, after his resurrection that he will not die again. That's what makes his work full, complete. Because he's not made Lord in the resurrection not to die again. And because he lives, then now you can have a living hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. 37. Yes. But he whom God raised again uh-huh. saw, no, saw corruption. no corruption. I've explained that. Let's move on. 38. 38. Be it known unto you therefore. Be it known unto you therefore. He has established it now. Men. Be it known unto you therefore. Men and brethren. Uh huh. That through this man. That through this man. Is preached unto you. Is preached unto you. The forgiveness of the sins. The forgiveness of sins. As we preach this man. Who, who, who. The resurrected Christ. Who will not suffer corruption anymore. You receive the forgiveness of sins. Ah, what else? Let's go into it. 27 to 29. Verse 27 to 29. Paul 20. spoke about death. And the fact that it was a fulfillment of all that was written concerning him. 27-29. In verse 30, he expressly stated that God raised him from the dead. So you saw all the events that led to his death. In verse 30, he now established that God raised him from the dead. 33 to 34, he emphatically spoke of the promise made to the fathers and how the same had been fulfilled unto them, their children, by God raising Jesus from the dead. So, the fulfillment of that promise is Jesus raised from the dead. Because when he was raised from the dead, the spirit that raised him from the dead is what is available to us now. So, had he not raised or had he not rise, we will not have that fulfillment. We will not have that spirit. It is the spirit, uh, Romans 8, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, that spirit abides you, it will what? It will mortify. It will rejuvenate. It will, it will revitalize your mortal bodies according to the spirit that raised him from the dead. Are you, are you here? So what we have is the spirit that raised him from the dead. <laughs> Say, I carry the power that raised Jesus from the dead. It is in me. That's what you have. That's what you have. You see, this thing will have to be echoed, echoed till you assume it. 
So, so you function in it. It is not a one time uh, uh, you do Christmas and you are boss on Easter. When you get to Easter, then you remember that hey, he rose, he rose, he rose, hallelujah. He, uh, uh, he's, he's already risen. And forever, every day, you must have that assurance. It, it, it should dawn on you that he's, he's, he's not in the grave. And if he's risen, then it means the spirit is in you. That evidence you have. Are you following? Yeah. That's the fulfillment of the promise made afore by the prophets in the scriptures. The fulfillment of the promise made afore by the prophets in the scriptures was upon Jesus' resurrection from the dead. It is important. He didn't promise you husband and wife. Do you understand it now? He didn't promise you good business. Is that it? It is out of his benevolence to all men that people should do well. Hello? <laughs> do you remember even in our relationship, the previous one we had? I told you that it is the husband and the wife that sent Christ into the relationship. It is the two born again that make this relationship Christ-like. It's not, it's not fulfillment of any promise. See what the Lord has done. What no, 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 no. Stop the nonsense. Wait till after three days. <laughs> has come to pass. What has come to pass is the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. What has come to pass is that now you have the spirit in you. That is the fulfillment. What have you waited for? What our fathers waited for? <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> you know, <it's> easy. <laughs> Wait there for really see Christ, though. Him alone, no. Otherwise, you'll be disappointed in this life. You'll be shocked. <laughs> eh? Have you spoken to people who have been disappointed before? <laughs> As a man of God, I've spoken to many people who have been disappointed in their lives. Wait till you are disappointed. What we waiting for? No sense. <laughs> Wait till the job you've been waiting for now gives you diabetes and hypertension. Come on! If it is not about him! Wait till the children you call blessing begin to give you madness. <laughs> what we wait? People have waited for children for 20 years. When they came, they were more than demons. Has come to pass. Oh, see what I'm giving you a new perspective. The word of God is giving us a new perspective. It's giving us a new perspective. We are seeing things clearer now. We know things better now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Verse 37. Mm. Oh, 35, right? In some um in verse 35, he quoted from Psalm 1, from verse 16, Psalm 16, verse 10. Psalm 16, verse 10. That's where he quoted from. 37, 37. I've just picked it from there. Acts 13, right? Acts 13, look at verse 37. Where he said, uh, but he whom God raised from the dead saw no corruption. Don't go away from there. There's no corruption. Verse 35. Wherefore he said, 
Also in another psalm, in another psalm, thou shalt not suffer corruption. Thou shalt not suffer thy holy one to see corruption. He was referring to Psalm 16 verse 10. Peter also mentioned it in Acts 2.27. Acts 2.27. So Acts 2.27 and Acts 13.35 were all talking about Psalm 16. The apostle Peter preached from Psalm 16. Uh, Peter, Paul also preached from Psalm 16. Are you getting the connection now? Yeah. So they all preached from the scriptures. And what was the substance of their conversation? It was about the message of the resurrected Christ. Ah. Verse 37, which I just read, but he whom God raised from the dead saw no corruption. Paul again from, for the fourth time, Emphasize Jesus' resurrection from the dead. If you check it from verse 33, you would have mentioned this about four times now. So the, the weight of their conversation or the message they preached was on the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 38, he says, Paul said, forgiveness of sins will be preached. What it means is that right from the scriptures, forgiveness of sins were being preached. But they never saw it. 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 Verse 39. He made a distinction between justification by faith in the resurrection. You can take down this one. Verse 37. He made a distinction. I think my time is up, right? Wow. Give me 10 minutes and let me go. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. Okay, so 30, 30 what? 39. He made a distinction between justification by faith in the, in the resurrection and seeking to be justified by the law of Moses. He made a distinction. Justification by faith in the resurrection and seeking to be justified by works. Pay attention. What we call the message of Christ is about what God has done in Christ. The message of Moses or the communication by Moses will be what you do to be justified. So we are justified by faith in Jesus' work. The evidence of which we have as his resurrection. Or you seeking to be justified by your works which no man can attain which no man can attain. So you are either justified by faith or you want to be justified by works which you cannot attain. So thus, justification by faith and forgiveness of sins were present when Moses gave the law. They chose not to take it. They wanted to do. (laughs) They chose not to take that path. They wanted to do. So they did. And it never brought them to justification. So justification by faith was available. Or forgiveness of sins and justification by faith was available in Moses' days. And yet they chose not to. Acts chapter 17. Let's do that quickly and then let's go. Acts chapter 17. Acts 17. Let's do verse 22 to 23. Yes. Then... Oh, take it again. 
Then Paul stood in the midst of mass hail uh-huh. and said, Ye men of eatings, I perceived that in all things ye are too superstitious. Mm-hmm. 23, for mm-hmm. as I passed by mm-hmm. and beheld your devotions, mm-hmm. I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship. Him declare I unto you. Him declared I unto you. The God you, you, you are worshipping today that you say you don't know is the one I'm communicating to you about. Let's do 30. 30 to 32. 30, 30, 32. 30 to 32. 30 to 32. And the times of ignorance God waked at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. Uh-huh. Because he had appointed a day uh-huh. in in the which he will judge the world in righteousness, uh-huh. but by that man whom he had ordained, uh-huh. whereof he had given assurance unto all men, in that he had raised him from the dead. It's talking about Jesus. It's talking about Jesus. Uh-huh. Thirty-two. Uh-huh. And when they heard of, and when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked. And others said, we will hear thee again of this matter. Ah, some, what it means is some believed. Some didn't believe. <laughs> In the text above, what we just read, Paul's message was from the Holy Scriptures. Is that very clear? And its focus was the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Verse 31 and 32, we, we saw it. It is vital to note that nobody got saved in the Acts of Apostles without being preached to from the Scriptures. It's a, it's a fair conclusion to run now. Because we saw Peter preach from the scriptures. Philip preached from the scriptures. Stephen preached from the scriptures. And people believed. So what it means is that there was no salvation. Or people did not come to faith. Until they were preached to from the scriptures. The scriptures therefore remain the basis of our faith. That is, the gospel of Christ must contain the facts outlined in the scriptures. The many these facts are absent, that message is no longer of God and is no longer of Christ. So many of us are preaching or the church, some churches are preaching things that are not of God. Because if you can't preach to me about witches and wizards, you've not come to the message yet. <laughs> because that cannot bring repentance and cannot produce salvation. <laughs> Praise God. What you will have are messages preached in excellency of speech and the wisdom and the wisdom which do not have the ability to save. Not have the ability to save. What has ability to save is the message of Christ. Also, clearly, none of the apostles preached any other set of facts. Hence, the epistles were written in the light of these facts. The epistles were written in the light of the facts of the resurrection of Jesus from the scriptures. So, we say the epistles are the scriptures explained. Wow. The epistles are the scriptures explained. We'll conclude this next week. We'll conclude this next week. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, are you blessed? Let's be on our feet and, and, and pray in the language of the Spirit for a minute as you draw your, your appreciations.
Can you pray in the language of the spirit? Let's thank God for the word. Let's thank God for the word. Power is made available. Praise God. Pray in the language of the spirit. Pray in the language of the spirit. Pray in the language of the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Libra de Sade, Bedebia Pandalabado Sade, Rato Prato Prade, Sebedo, Libero, Rabado, Sabadea, Pandalabado, Sadalaba Pandalibediate.